Hey friends, welcome to Monday, May the 1st. Thanks for joining me for today's episode of Enough for Today. We are in Psalm 77, so join me there and thanks for starting a new week with me. We come off a just a marvelous weekend at Emmanuel and I think the highlight of all the highlights of the weekend was that I met a lady on Sunday morning, Dana and I talked to her for a few moments, who trusted Christ as her personal Savior. We're still uh, gathering the cards and the responses from the weekend, but we also had several that trusted Christ last night at the end of our night of worship. And so that was highlight number one were those that trusted Christ. Highlight number two uh, were the, I think, five or six new believers that followed in believers baptism and that was such a great joy to see these people declare their faith go public and identify with jesus highlight number three were the guests that i met that came to see those people get baptized who heard the gospel maybe some of them for the very first time and so we're celebrating that highlight number four uh, was opening john 14 there's just hardly a better chapter in all the bible then let not your hearts be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go, I will come again. Uh, that, that where I am, there you may be also. I just, uh, it just doesn't get any better than that. And just preaching the gospel and declaring hope in a hopeless day, that was a joy. And then highlight, what was I on? Four, five, number five. Uh, would have been hosting Shane and Shane um, for morning and evening. Those guys are the real deal. And if you didn't get to see yesterday's service, it's on the archive live stream. Uh, Shane Bernard, Shane Everett, and then their team, um, Adam on the keys and Joey on the drums. They really did a marvelous job with our team leading worship. Um, And I think uh, I got to put another highlight on there, and that was all the volunteer effort of our church family to host this event. I mean, so many people served. Our staff led so wonderfully. Uh, We had to move chairs in and back out and then back in. We had the Friday night school concert. They would move them out for church, move them back in um, for the concert. And then we had parking teams standing in the rain and and ticket check-in and ushers and seating. I mean, it was just top to bottom. It was just a fantastic volunteer effort. So if you're seeing me today and you're one of those that volunteered, thank you. And the thing, the remarkable thing to me is that our volunteers still purchased tickets for the concert and then volunteered. So, I mean, it just, that, that was remarkable. And we needed to sell tickets because of the cost of hosting the event. It's simply, it's not something that we budget or have the margin to do uh, as, as a loss, you know, in that sense, financially. So, Um, It was such a joy uh, to celebrate throughout the day. And oh, I got another highlight. This This would fall into the top five. Sitting in service and hearing the voices of our church family and then all those that attended Sunday night just worshiping uh, Jesus from the heart. It just doesn't get any better than that. So um, forgive me for taking three or four minutes here to just remember the day yesterday, but... um, It was a wonderful time and uh, just a taste of heaven. So we're in Psalm 77, and the psalmist is melancholy, and his remembrance is, uh, his moment is foggy and dark and and perplexing, despairing, maybe depression. 
and um, he's going through a dark time, through a night time. We tracked at the end of Friday, we tracked this word remember and how the remembrance changes as the psalmist is looking up and crying out to God and, and laying out his emotions, laying out his human experience uh, before God. He says in verse 3, he remembered God and he was troubled. So the first remembrance of God did not really bring relief. Um, the first remembrance of God is where is he and why isn't he active? And, and all these questions, verse 7 and 8, is he casting off? Is his mercy done? Has he forgotten me? Has he forgotten to be gracious? But then we see now, <clears throat> verse 10, I said, this is my infirmity. This is kind of the turning point of, of the psalmist's psyche, you can say, his spirit. This is my infirmity. It's almost a surrender. We talked about that. This is what God has ordained for me in this moment. I embrace the burden that God's leading me through. But, okay, I will remember the years of the right hand of the Most High. I, I'm going to remember when, God, when I did experience God. I'm going to remember when I did know and understand he was at work. I'm going to remember what he's done in the past. And you remember the italics as the insertion of the interpreters. But now look at verse 11. It just kind of comes more concrete. I will remember the works of the Lord. So now it's almost like verse 10 is a surrender. And then God steps in into the psyche and says, but remember my works. Surely now this gets more emphatic. I will remember thy wonders. So the psalmist goes from remembering God, remembering God in, a, in negative, in a negative sense. Um, oh, I missed one. Verse six, I call to remembrance my song in the night. I'm reminded of the Shane and Shane song called Song in the Night, that you are my song in the night, Jesus, Jesus Christ. Even when I'm going through the night times, I will sing of you. I'll remember you. So first remembrance of God is painful. Second remembrance of, of God is um, processing, song in the night, choosing to worship, uh, choosing to think on God in spite of the questions and doubts. Third remembrance is his work. And then fourth remembrance is a stronger sense of his work, surely. And then surely, verse 11, I will remember his wonders. Now we've gone from God as a disappointment to God as a God of wonders. That's what I want you to see. We've gone from I'm singing in my despair, I'm singing of Jesus in the night when I don't experience him, to oh my, my Savior is a Savior of wonders. Now we pick it up in verse uh, 12 and 13, we left off verse 12. I will meditate also of all thy work and talk of all thy doing. So now my heart is going to marinate in this and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to begin speaking. I'm going to tell others wonders and the works that God has done in the past in my life from my night season, from my dark season. So you see the progression and it happens to all of us. That's why I'm laying this out to you. This is the progression that God takes us on. <clears throat> Where am I at? Verse 12, I will meditate also of all thy work, talk of all thy doings. Verse 13, look at the assurance now that's emerging. Thy way, O God, is in the sanctuary. Who is so great as our God? Do you hear and feel the resurging breath and energy revival? This is revival. This is renewal. This is God's spirit sweeping in to the heart, life, and lungs, the spiritual lungs of this psalmist. And we go from, will the Lord cast off forever? Will he be favorable no more? Is his mercy gone forever? 
Has he forgotten to be gracious? Is he angry? Has he shut out his tender mercies? To now, verse 13, your way, God, is in the sanctuary. Now, it's going. We see this in Psalm 74 and other places. It's going to the house of God. It's getting around the people of God. It's hearing the truth of God, that his ways come back to our remembrance. And he is not just the place of the sanctuary. He is sanctuary. He is the place of rest and renewal for my soul. And then look at the psalmist. Who is so great as our God? Even though I'm not experiencing him in the moment, he is. Number one, he is. Number two, he's mine. Number three, he's my song in this night. Number four, he is a God of wonders. He does wonders. He is great. He is great. I remember him as great. I, I know he's not only angry or only um, uh, forgetting me. No, no, no. That's just the human experience. I know he is a great God and he's my God. Now look at verse 14. Thou art the God that doest wonders. Thou hast declared thy strength among the people. Now this is a by faith. There's a resurging happening here. But, but still on the early part of it, but by faith, the psalmist's psyche, his mind and heart and soul is at least coming back to the right place. My God is a God who does wonders. Now, I want you to think about this. We'll wrap it up pretty quickly here. How do you see a God of wonders? Well, first, you come into a time of need. Wonders follow need. So to experience a God of wonders, you have to walk through the valley of desperation you you are beyond your own power you're in over your head you are dealing with things that are bigger than you and it's from that place that you are now primed and set up and perfectly placed for God to sweep in and show you his wonders my friend I just want to shout loudly to you this morning you belong to a God who does wonders so if you're in a place of hurt or darkness or despair You're in the prime place. Look up, wait it out, because soon enough, something wonderful is going to emerge. You belong to the God of wonders. Happy Monday. We'll see you tomorrow.